Can you hear any sound now? Okay, I, I've got sound. Uh, I just, there we go. All right, let's turn that back off. I am trying to figure out all this stuff. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> um, I only have like four microphones that I've paid for and that I obviously don't know how to navigate, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, I think that at one point when I was doing the shows, I set up the audio and I may have changed some settings uh, back in the programming that are messing things up now. So I probably am going to have to get somebody who knows a little bit more about computer programming to troubleshoot maybe what I've done to mess things up because I think that that's it. Okay, back to the sponsors of the show. That would be Feedspot.com, Feedspot.com. Paranormal Broadcasting, both video and audio. Um, it is a monthly fee, but you get access to hundreds of paranormal broadcasts. Also, who's sponsoring the page is um, Fresh Cat Mushrooms, okay? I use these every day. And yes, I've had a, lo a lot of health problems, but I am still here and kicking, and I think that it is because I use these therapeutic mushroom blends every day. Every single day I drink a mushroom coffee. And if you've been online and you have uh, looked at mushroom coffees that are prepackaged, they're so super expensive. But you can get a whole jar of a six blend mushroom, therapeutic mushroom blend for like a quarter of the cost that you would spend for um, the packages that are already put together. So I highly recommend that you go to Fresh Cat. They are one of the best, uh, purest um, mushroom extracts that you can get. And you can get 10% off by using Catherine 10 discount purchase. Okay. Now I want to talk to you guys really, really quick about my new Patreon page. I am moving the daily forecast to Patreon. It's only going to be $3 a month. That's way less than a Starbucks coffee. And so the daily forecasts are going to be going away in three weeks, and it will all be on the Patreon page. Now, the tiers on the Patreon page are going to have um, the daily forecast for $3 a month, and they're going to have the online teaching that's posted on my website is going to be free to the Patreons. And then the highest tier is going to have, like, free online personal streaming where we get into some kind of personal questions and, and just like a... It's like a, a live stream party that we're going to have like once a month where I get online and you guys can ask me questions. And, you know, if you want to ask personal questions, that's fine. We will go over that. <laughs> and uh, and then, too, what I want to do with the um, online parties is like no pressure, but I will try to deliver 
a message to someone. I don't know who that will be. It will be whoever wants to come through. It may be one of your friends or family that may want to come through. But, you know, when I'm doing the mediumship, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be highly accurate. And so I uh, try to channel everybody that's coming through for the person for that session. But this is just going to be what's coming through to me for that night. And it might be related to a person who is in that top tier. So, and I think, now see, that would take the pressure off of me, but it, I think it would be fun. I don't know. What do you guys think in the comments? Do you think that would be something you might be um, interested in? Well, Catherine, like $3 a month is way less than a Starbucks. That's what I was trying to say is the Starbucks will cost you about 7 or $8 today, but $3 is, I mean, that's only like a little bit more than a couple of soft drinks. So, you know, think about it. It's all relative to what you value. Hey to Jill Jones and Stacy Pitt. Good to see you tonight. All right, let's get into our topic, which is types of time travel. Now, this is very controversial because there are basically, what I could find, um, five different kinds or types of time travel. And so, one of which is not proven, okay? One of which, like two of these are proven, one of which is not proven. So, I'm not real... Like, I'll present it to you, but I'll tell you why I disagree with it. Hey, Danielle, yes, we love, we love parties. So, types of time travel. Um, so, Melissa wants to know, is there an additional cost for the higher tier? Um, the lowest tier is the $3 tier, and that's the daily forecast. And understand the daily forecast I do every single morning, even if I don't feel good. If I'm extremely sick, like when I had COVID, there was a couple of days that I could not do the forecast. Um, I even do the forecast when I'm on vacation. So they're done every single day. Um, and, you know, I, I don't get any benefits. This is my work. And they've been free for several years now. And, you know, in my older years, I would like to maybe be supported just a little bit from the things that I'm doing. Um, because, you know, when you're disabled, and I am, but I don't get any benefits because I choose to work. So um, I have to try to think of things that I'm capable of generating an income at. And these are all things that I'm capable of doing and I and I love to do. And $3 for a month for 30 days of an everyday forecast, I don't think that's too much to ask really um, because I'm doing them whether I'm sick or well and even when I'm on vacation. So. And they're very beneficial. It gives you a little snapshot of 
what the day is going to look like, how people are maybe going to be reacting to you. They're, they're very helpful in sort of planning out your day or strategizing. Do I need to be a little bit more helpful today? Do I need to be a little bit more aloof today and stay away from stuff? Hey to Lana Lorraine and Cindy Hall. Thank you, Stacy. I appreciate that. Uh, so to answer Melissa's question, the higher tiers, there's a $10 tier, which includes the daily broadcast. And also it includes all of the online teaching that's on the website. And I'm going to be releasing those in stages so that like once a month, you will get another free teaching on that's off of the website. So the first teaching is already up on the website and it's, Healing with Gemstones, and some of you took the webinar, you have the PDF. They are for sale on the on the website, but I'm going to be releasing them to the $10 tier. And then the $15 tier, which is the top tier, there's nothing, there's nothing on there more than $20, okay? The top tier is those um, free online parties where I'm going to deliver messages and we're just going to do personal questions and things like that. <laughs> so Lana, thank you so much. And what I will do is I'll leave a link in the comment section uh, to the Patreon site. And if you feel inclined to sign up, I, you know, I do appreciate it. And I'll just be frank with you guys. This is how I put this is how I put groceries in the refrigerator. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's no other job outside of, of what I do. The fun Friday readings are still going to be free, you guys, every single Friday, unless I'm half dead. The fun Friday <laughs> posts will still be there. That's, that's one thing that will always stay free is fun Friday. Okay. So time travel. Uh, so Daniel says, uh, still trying to figure out what blue traveler means. Crown is blue. So Cindy says, please don't apologize for the battle. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. So here, here are the five time travel. And we're going to discuss this. You know, I want your input on this and what you think about it. So in this, the first one is a proven fact that time travel is associated with the aspects of the speed of light. Okay, according to Einstein's theory of relativity, when you travel at speeds that approach the speed of light, and we've done this with atomic clocks, time actually slows down for you relative to the outside world. So what they've done is, they put an atomic clock in something that's speeding and put an atomic clock with you. Okay. Now it's been measured using twin, these twin atomic clocks. So for example, one flown in a, in a jet aircraft, the other stationary with you on earth. And so what they're, they're showing is the time, the atomic clock that is going with the jet is slower because of the speed of the jet. So time moves slower with the speed of the jet. 
So the faster you approach the speed of light, the slower time gets. I hope I'm explaining this okay. So you have one atomic clock in the jet aircraft, one atomic clock stationary on Earth, and the flying clock ticks slower. Now, let's look at that relative to what we're doing. In the case of the aircraft, it is approaching the speed of light. Okay, I want you to kind of equate that to the thoughts in the mind. Your, your body and your essence is made of light and your thoughts are a production of the light that's emanated from your body. So your, <clears throat> to me, your thoughts are actually the part that does the time travel. And we experience time here in a very fast way. Have you ever sat at home and thought, Man, that year, last year just went fast, you know? The, uh, and before you know it, the kids are grown and where has the time gone? So we're experiencing time in a different way than the state of light and the, and the thoughts. Because and another thing, when you sit and think and maybe you dream, you're dreaming about you know, being younger, doing things. Um, and then sometimes when somebody says something and, and the thought pops in your head, oh, well, I can do that. And then you have to remind yourself, wait a minute, I'm a lot older now, I can't do that. But it's like your thoughts equate to being able to do it. And so that to me is sort of like, almost like a time travel. Um, so let's go on and talk about this. The closer you get to the speed of light, the more extreme the time travel is or the faster the clock actually is running. The next type of time travel is time travel by gravity. Okay, and so what they're saying is this theory of relatively relativity is the stronger the gravity you feel the slower time moves which kind of cor corresponds to what we were just talking about the faster you go and the faster the speed of light the faster the atomic clock ticks the more that you experience gravity the slower things go and I think that that is why we experience this linear type of life that we have is because of the stronger gravity and the slower things our consciousness is able to incorporate. Hey to Angela Shields and Amber Benteen, my two beautiful neighbors. Good to see you guys tonight. So... Gravity, as you get closer to the center of the Earth, the strength of gravity increases and time actually runs slower. This is so weird. Time actually runs slower for your feet than your head. And that's just freaky. So what they were saying in my um, research was that in 2010, 
physicists at the U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technology. Again, they placed two identical atomic clocks on shelves, one 33 centimeters above the other, and measured the difference in their rate of ticking. And the lower one ticked slower because it had a stronger gravity center. So Daniel says the Earth's rotation was recorded faster recently. I honestly feel like time has sped up. Okay, so I think though, you'll have to look and see on your research, Daniel, but I think that the rotation is recorded faster recently because the, the center with which the Earth is on its axis is changing. And if you want to follow this a little bit closer, what I suggest is that you go and subscribe to um, Suspicious, I think it's called Suspicious Observers on YouTube channel. And he has every day sort of a kind of an outlook on how the sun's CMEs and mass coronal ejections are affecting the, the gravitational an energy um, aspect of Earth, but also he's sort of tracking, Danielle, the, the axis changes in the Earth and the Earth's rotation. And you will really learn quite a bit from watching that channel. So we know that the axis is changing, and but I don't know directly the components of exactly how, and it could relate to um, the rotation being recorded as faster. Hey to Peyton, and uh, Angela wants to know, could be connection of feeling in slow motion and dreams sometime? Yes, absolutely. And your thoughts, see your thoughts are a product of you, which is a product of light. And so I think that a lot of time travel has to do with locked in memories and maybe your thoughts and dreams in a light aspect. So Daniel says, I spend more time in the air than I do on the ground. So now that's interesting because um, Danielle has different circumstance. She does spend more time in the air as a flight attendant than she does on the ground. So if time is moving faster in the air then that would mean, I, I, don't, I think that might mean, Danielle, see what you think about this. Does that mean that flying as much as you do would prematurely age your body? Like, do you feel like it is hard on your physical self and that it, you feel like it does age you? Thank you, Amber. I appreciate that. So, moving very, very fast, and gravity. Gravity actually slowing time down are two of the ways to time travel. Okay, so my contention with this is we're not actually time traveling, are we? It's, it's more related to, all, this, all these theories and stuff are more related to, for me, how we experience time, not actually time traveling. I, I really couldn't, like all these stuff that I looked up and studied were these theories and it really was not a good look at 
true time travel, and that's what I have a problem with. And so I'm thinking it helps me understand how we perceive time, but I'm thinking that true time travel is locked in to thought and memory. See what you guys think about that. So Danielle says, yes, yeah, she feels it. Uh, old achy when she finishes a trip takes her body some days to catch up. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Hey to Leanne, Linton, Salazar, good to see you tonight. Okay, let's look at the third way of time travel. I'm not sure if I agree with this one. Time travel by suspended animation. So, <laughs> suspended animation, we've probably all seen this on a science fiction show where they put the body into suspended animation and then 50 years later, they wake you up and reanimate you and time has changed. Again, it's your perception of time that has changed. Yes, time has gone on without you, but it's not, to me, it's not true time travel, okay? It's not actually manipulating something to enter another time. So what they're saying about suspended animation is that it slows down the body processes, just like gravity. Gravity slows things down and that that um, produces the time travel. I, I still don't agree with that. But the fourth thing is time travel by wormholes. Okay, now we're getting into something. And that's when you take a wormhole and you fold space and supposedly you can go through it. Okay, here's the problem with this theory. There is no evidence for wormholes. There's only theories about wormholes. It's just a theory. There's absolutely no proof behind it. It's uh, theoretically just a shortcut in space. So we need, we need some proof behind this. There's a good theory behind it, but there's absolutely no proof to this. So we need to get proof from this. Hopefully the Webb telescope may give us some insight into this for the future. Uh, we can cross our, cross our self and cross our fingers and hope, um, but we don't have any concrete evidence of this yet. Which is, I mean, I was really thinking that we would have some kind of evidence of wormholes, but we don't. So Cindy says, I always feel like things are moving very quickly in slow motion. I do too. The days go by slow, but then the week and month is gone before you know it. I think Cindy... That is that gravity effect. Well, I mean, when we decide to come into this incarnation, we've basically given the go-ahead for our light being to experience gravity and for it to stretch out in, in our perception of what's going on. And when people ask me about time, um, and, you know, it's kind of hard to understand because time is a location. It's it's not linear like we perceive it to be. And the easiest way that I can show my clients how that works is 
I've got a little bitty um, flip book and I have a little stick figure and on each page, the stick figure is doing something different. And all you have to do is flip through, flip through the little book and each page, the little guy looks like he's moving, but it's each a page. And that's how time is, you know, each page is a location, but when you flip through it, it looks like the little stick figure is moving. And I think that that's kind of how we perceive things. Everything is a location and everything in a certain dimension has already happened. And we, our perception is just lengthened out because of gravity. Okay, so the, the last time travel idea, this was put forth by an American physicist, Ron Millay, who uh, used a rotating cylinder of light to twist space-time. Anything dropped inside the swirling cylinder could theoretically be dragged around in space and time in a similar way to how a bubble runs around the top of your coffee after you swirl it with a spoon. So to, according to this guy, Malay, the right geometry could lead to time travel into either the past and the future. So do I agree with this? Maybe, maybe if you're using thoughts, because I think in this physical existence, like, like your light energy is more malleable and more flexible and more foldable into each dimension of space, but the physical is not. Like, this can't go through a lot of stuff that light can. And so I think you have to really use your mental facilities and your memories to try to induce sort of like a time slip. So to me, a time slip is more like time travel. And after the show, what I'll do is I will put a link to my last show on time slips. It's on how to induce a time slip. And it, that one really makes sense as far as time travel goes. And so I'll leave a link in the comments after the show for, for that show if you want to go and watch it. Yeah, Amber says three-dimensional beings. And so Ina says, is that how we get snapshot memories? It could be, yes. It could be. Um, but I think memories are... Mem okay, and here's another thing that people don't understand. When you, when you have energy cords from you to someone else, and we talk about energy healers cutting energy cords or you cutting energy cords. So here's what I think on that. See what you think about this. What is, what is your opinion? My thought is that an energy cord is a memory. And the memories, as we know, are stored in the physical body. And as long as that memory is stored in the physical body, if you're the least bit empathic, you're going to feel that energy cord to that person, even though they passed on or left your life. And that is a huge pain for an empathic person because we're still feeling the connection even though they're gone. So cutting energy cords, what that means to me is 
using maybe emotional freedom technique to repattern with the tapping the memory that's stored in the physical so that it does not hurt as much so that you you deactivate the pain pathway and you restructure it into a more positive memory to where it doesn't affect you and you can move on with your life if you want to do that so danielle says you can't explain this i got on a 75 in at 113 looked up for about 20 seconds and a light bomb looked down i was at exit 127 i know i was staring at the sky for 15 minutes driving on the highway the men in black movie came into my head where they erased memory yeah i mean yeah absolutely you know daniel we need to do a show on that where and i would love for you to come on the show with me and talk about the these uh erasures of time and maybe how that happens and what's going on with that uh, that's another thing that we haven't gone into. I did a five-part series on aliens, but we didn't we didn't really go into detail about abductive techniques and things that go on like that. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> yes, Ina, I've really been trying to study what the ideological connection is behind energy cords. And I get so many people that come in for sessions because, you know, maybe they've gone to an energy healer and tried to have these cords cut and it didn't work and they're still having a lot of pain and emotions. And I'm trying to look at a more logical explanation of this so that we can take care of these people that aren't getting relief. Whew! <laughs> I mean, this is deep, isn't it? So I came back in a in a blam with all this on a Monday night. <laughs> so Amber says, yes, I agree. I've been successful in this practice of reforming the attachment of the type of memories and replacing with positive and letting pain surface and move through it. It's hard, Amber, and able to move on. But it's hard, but I think I think we can do it if we understand exactly what energy cords are. You know, they're the for me, this is just my theory, they're the memories that with that person, every day that you spent with that person is an energy cord. And you can't just cut that with one, one treatment. It, to me, that just makes no sense. It doesn't work, I don't think. Because I've seen too many people that are stuck with a lot of pain because they can't get any relief. Okay, so links to be left in the comments after the show. I'll get a link to the Patreon page and to um, the time slip one. I think I might have done a show on alien abduction. If I can find that one, I'll put a link there too. Because, uh, Danielle, I do talk about some uh, abduction in that video if I can find it. <laughs> anyway. You guys have a fabulous week. Try to stay out of trouble. I will too. And I will see you next week. Kisses from Kentucky. Bye, guys. Mm -hmm.